0: Let's just say I do not like getting used to this new way of living. Not happy at all. trying to stay positive. I'm trying to act like, yep, there goes Emma. She's jumping around. I decided I'm going to fold clothes. I can't stand sitting around and doing nothing, but then I can't stand getting up and not being able to do everything 100%. So it's kind of like if I can't do it, all the way. It's like, if I can't get the ingredients, put the ingredients together, bake it and eat it all by myself, then I don't want to have anything to do with it. It's, 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 (laughs) I think I'm in my, oh, I folded the towel the wrong way. I think I'm in my spoiled brat phase. I I really am kind of (sighs) like, I don't, I don't know what to do my body hurts oh my lands my body hurts and i think it's from doing these postural respiration or restoration however you want to say it exercises and trying to get my body in proper alignment because my left side is hurting in just ways and then i have this pain on my right side and i'm thinking is this my new normal is this amount of pain should i be grateful that i don't have that intense all body pain that i had two years ago and now i've just got horrible nagging pain in some areas and my body just goes down during the day is that what i am supposed to accept i don't know i mean yesterday i was sitting there as i'm worried i don't want to throw in the towel I'm not ready. I don't want to wear my surgical neck collar. I don't want to wear compression socks, knee sleeves, elbow sleeves, a posture uh, bra, and a hip belt. I, d- that's, I didn't like the body braid because, you know, come on. I just It just was too many contraptions and it was just one. I just can't stand having to dress up like a football player just to be able to get up and do the laundry. And I'm standing here now, I'm trying to do laundry, and I realize, okay, I'm arching my back, trying to put my posture properly over my feet. It's just too daggone hard. It's frustrating. So it's a heck of a lot easier to sit there and just lay down on heat where you feel comfortable, medicate, and just accept the minimal amount of pain that you're in and say, screw it not going to do anything else. Just screw it. I'm done. (laughs) But I can't. That's not me because I am bound and determined. If I wasn't bound and determined, I'd still be in that daggone bed full time. That's what I have to look at every day. I mean, if I'm doing nothing but giving myself a pep talk every day, I do an episode, then that's what I'm going to do. And if you stick through it and listen with me and stay with me then that's awesome. We're getting more and more followers and thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that because like I said, this is my medicine. And if I can help anybody in some way shape or fashion, get a little bit better or or find out anything about this illness that they didn't know, then hey, that's a positive. That's a win in my in my opinion. I I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I'm not. I just don't... (sighs) Yesterday, I was worried, you know, do I throw in the towel? Do I quit just doing these exercises? Because all I do is live and breathe this illness. And then I realized, you know, there's a reason why you live and breathe this illness. I was trying to help my husband with the vacuuming this morning. We were taking out the, the bathroom fan. You know, it's good to take that down and suck out all the stuff that it sucks up in it, you know, and I was sitting there watching him, and I'm like, uh, you uh, you got to get up in there, you got it, and he's like, well, I need a vacuum for that, and I'm like, I'll go get it, <laughs> but I can't sit there and pull up there and do it all, but I'm watching him, and I'm trying so hard not to nitpick going, you got that there, no, you need a toothbrush, you need a toothbrush to be able to get up in there and get into the grooves, you know, because that was stuff that I would normally do. Okay, as I'm sitting here talking to you, my neck is, I can't even stand and fold laundry and talk at the same time while keeping my body in proper posture. Who the heck am I kidding, thinking I can go without braces and go without this? No, I will. I will, Gummin. I will, I will, I will. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I am struggling just to stand here and be able to chat with you while I fold laundry. And it's a task. It's a mundane task, but it's a task. My husband's like, you're not allowed to vacuum anymore. And I'm like, why not? And then I forget. Because I don't have a cast on, I don't have a bruise, there's no open wound, I'm not bleeding from any part of my body. Because I don't have a a wound at the moment, I forget that while donning my bra, my rib popped out. While going over a speed bump, my shoulder, pelvis, and rib popped out. While putting on my underwear, I popped out my pelvis. I forget these things because they're not in the moment. <laughs> and, and they were a while ago. So I forget. While carrying laundry, I can pop something out. While vacuuming, I can pop something out. I forget all of this. Because I'm just trying so hard. This is the worst illness for somebody like me to have. Because, because it's, a mental, it's, a, it's, it's in a mental acceptance. You have to mentally accept that you have this illness, I think, in order to get better. And what I mean by that is that when you go and see a doctor and you describe all of the issues that we're having... They look at you like you're crazy. All the doctors were telling me, with encouragement, you will walk. All you need to do is release the trauma for when you were a little girl, and you'll walk again. It's trauma. That's why you can't walk. You're affected. Oh, really? Oh, please. No, that wasn't it. I couldn't walk because I had every joint subluxed. I couldn't walk because I had fascial adhesions that were preventing my muscles from moving. I couldn't walk because it was inside my body. had nothing to do with my mental state. But what does have to do with my mental state is how I handle this from here on out. You have to accept that you have this illness in order to accept that you have limitations. And that is so hard for me to do. Because as I said, I forget conveniently the things that happen with normal everyday activities. Screw it on a jar, opening the washing machine, walking out the front door. I tripped this morning walking down the hallway. I have no skin. <laughs> I'm not graceful. But I'm sitting there thinking how how do I find the common ground? I have to I have to watch myself. Because I can't do things. Let me go get some hangers. I'm going to hang these clothes. I'm so excited to be doing something. I'm like, ah, I'm doing something. This is so cool. So, I have to accept that I can't bring home the bacon, fry fry it up in a pan, and let you know that you're a man and all that other good stuff that you're supposed to be able to do back in that commercial days. I have to realize that I have limitations, and I need to accept those limitations. And that's really hard to do, especially when you don't have an open wound. That's the thing that gets me. I don't have an open wound. As long as I'm careful, I should be fine. I want to be one of these people that can get up and and go out and, and do things and Then deal with being tired or dealing with, I just, I don't want to have to put on braces. I don't want to have to be at this point. And right now, I'm just not happy with accepting the minimal things that I can do compared to being able to do it all. So because I can't get up and do everything that I want to do. I just would, I, probably, I guess, just sit here and waller in my own sweat because that's all I seem to be doing lately is just sweating. I don't know if it's the bromide, if it's my illness, or. It's menopause. I do not know, but it happens like all of a sudden I just get super, super hot. I start sweating at my hairline, sweating underneath my bosom, sweating on my stomach. My legs slip because they're sweating, sticking together, and I have to fan myself with with paper. Going, oh my gosh, is this going to get any worse? And it happens, boom, and then it's over, and then I'm back to freezing again. So I don't know. I don't know. Is it the menopause? Is it the EDS? Is it just me? Is it the bromide? I do not know. And it's very disconcerting to, to just not know. I, I want to get up and I want to clean, but I can't clean completely because I can't break out the vacuum and blah, blah, blah. Do I need to be happy with what minimal things I can do? I guess I do. No, I don't. I have to accept that there are minimal things I can do, but I don't have to be happy about it. I don't have to be. And I'm at the point that I'm tired of living and breathing this illness. I just want to get up and do things. But the problem is, I think I, think I have to, I guess I just have to have patience. And I don't have patience. But I guess that's what I need to do. I need to have patience and understanding that, I'm on the path of getting a little bit better. Is it unrealistic to think that I can make it without compression socks, without braces? I don't know. I'm starting to wonder. But I'm sure trying like heck. If if I had been... Willing to settle, if I had been willing to not try to evolve and get better, I'd still be in that bed. That's the way I've got to think. I'd still be in that bed, bedridden, being measured for a wheelchair. Yes, I have got pain. I have got mad pain. I don't want this to be the normal pain. I don't want this to be pain that I have to accept. But is it? out of the question to ask for a day where you don't need pain medication? Is it out of the question to believe that you can manage without compression garments and without a hip belt and mobility aids for walking? I just don't know anymore. I really don't. I'm just so confused and I'm just wondering, Are these exercises that I'm doing, are these fascial remodeling sessions that I'm doing, are they leading me down the path where I am going to find a happy medium with this illness? I just, I'm scared. I question. I'm nervous. I I just, I'm not. I need to be grateful that I'm not in the position I was two years ago, a year ago, six months ago. I need to be grateful for that. The thing is, I started this podcast when I was still kind of bedridden a little bit. And I'm just now getting my feet under me to where I can kind of start doing some things. And I'm all out of sorts because... I don't like doing things halfway, but that seems about to be about the only way I can do them. I don't like this brain fog. And then I question myself, is it really brain fog or is it just me being lazy? Uh, you know, do I have any problems? It's like I have to wait until I'm in mad, mad pain before I remember and accept, oh, yeah, you have this illness. You're not supposed to be doing those things. I just don't know at what point, I mean, are these exercises going to make me strong enough so that I can maintain proper alignment? Am I ever going to achieve that because I don't have the the knowledge of where my body is in space? I mean, now that I can feel things because the fascial adhesions have been released, it's truly, if I'm lying down flat, I can't tell I can't tell you if my feet are touching or not. I can't tell you if I'm out of alignment. It's not until somebody physically puts me into alignment and says, okay, there you are. I'm like, well, this feels awkward. She goes, because you're not used to it yet. Once your body gets used to it. Well, it's so frustrating to have somebody that doesn't have this illness just keep telling you once your body accepts it once your body accepts it well that gummit i'm not i just can't do i that's why for the podcast too so you know it's pretty much so that i can kind of keep a diary and document this and 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 i can actually tell you i have this illness and it's taking time so 3 weeks from now 3 months from now you know, we're still together. Hopefully, we'll be. I can be like, oh, ha, 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 ha. remember those days where I was so worried because I was wondering if I was ever going to be out of braces, if I could ever stop doing these exercises. Well, ha 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 ha. ha. I'm free. I'm living large life is grand i'm careful with picking up things because i know things will sublux but i'm not having to have mobility aid i'm not having to stay in bed all the time i'm not having to to do this or that i mean am i always going to have to be able to take breaks during the day am i always going to have to i mean that's what everybody says and I'm bound and determined to prove everybody wrong, but I'm afraid I might be going down the wrong path and it's not going to be possible. I just don't know. I am trying to create. I mean, it, I just think that anybody that's out there that tells you, I want to believe that there is a life where I don't have to live and breathe this illness every day. I want to believe that. Do I think it's attainable? I do not know. I don't think it is unless you put a lot of friggin' hard work into it. And I guess, even though when I feel like I might not have anything to say, I'm still going to do an episode a day until maybe I decide, do we need to go to weekly or monthly or whatever? I mean, there's a reason why I guess there's people not doing a podcast every day. I don't know. When I started doing this, I just said, ah, what's, you know, just sit there and do it. But when I sit there and talk to other people, people only do a podcast like once a week or once a month or something like that. So I I don't really know. I just feel like I can't be truthful if I don't share with you how it is for me every single day. Right now I'm feeling worthless. I am feeling a little hopeless, but then I'm feeling like I'm better than I was a year ago, better than I was six months ago. So I've I've got to keep moving forward. And I have to share with you my doubts and my positivity and my lack thereof, because that's real. And that's just, that's just the purpose of this. It's to let you know that, you know what, from what I am experiencing There are good days and there are bad days with this. So far, I haven't seen a day that doesn't involve worrying about this illness. So I don't know how people can sit there and advertise, oh, come and do this program and you're going to be just fine and you'll never have to worry about it. Oh, those flares will be minimal. Just take these supplements and, ooh, you'll be good. And, oh, I don't think that's possible. But I'm trying to achieve it as much as possible but I don't think it's available to us without hard work, without trying. So I'm hoping that by doing these exercises every single day, my body is going to eventually get into position. Now, today I was able to figure out, I've I've learned how to get my sacrum back into alignment. When you get that pain in the middle of your bottom between the butt crack and your sacroiliac, you know, (laughs) or is that the same thing, but the sacrum, the sacrum, pulls to the side right where you are dominant i figured out after listening to the physio and learning how to do it i have learned how to pull my sacrum back into the middle and i can feel it when i woke up this morning i walked in my husband's looking at me and i'm walking crooked i'm like he's like you're out i said yeah i think so and my right hip was flaring in and my sacrum was pulling to the right So he came back here on the bed and he helped me as I was lying down and he worked on pulling my left leg while I was pulling it in. And that moved the sacrum back into the middle, moved it just very easily. And I was like, okay. And then he helped me get rid of the flare, which is you got to turn on your back and you bend your knees. And as you bring in the leg with the same side as the flare, you bring it in and he gives me a little resistance. And that helps pull my hip back in. That helps straighten me back up. Just as simple as that. Is that forever my life? I do not know. They keep telling me that things are going to get better and that things are going to come into alignment, but I haven't spoken to anybody that's gone through all of this. So I do not know. So I share. So I'm here to tell you at the moment, If I don't do those exercises, they're making me hurt like crazy. They are making me hurt like crazy. And I don't know if it's because my left side has not been used for so long that as I'm doing the exercises to strengthen that side, it's making my body hurt and that'll hopefully go away. I don't know. But that's kind of what it feels like. And, and, and I'm just wondering, is this the part where I just say, okay, I'm a lot better than I was a few months ago, a heck of a lot better than I was two years ago. Do I just say, this is the amount of pain that I have to just accept and learn to live with? Or do I say, screw it, I'm going to try to get better, and that's what I keep doing. I keep saying, screw it. <laughs> I think I can be better. Am I going to drive myself crazy trying to do this? Probably. But you can listen every day as I do. Because that's what I'm thinking. I'm driving myself crazy bonkers i'm just going crazy i'm sweating like a pig my heating pad smells you can't wash that so you bounce spray it all you can to try to make it smell better your body feels icky because you've got a wet shirt because it's sweaty then you need to take a shower but god forbid you slip in the shower and you're sitting there and you gotta take another bath again then you gotta get in the tub and then you gotta do your exercises and then you're like but I, i have to work in the bills i have to work in you know, trying to fix the streaming stick and do I need groceries and Ooh, I need to make dinner all while trying to maintain proper form. And the whole time I've been doing this, I'm struggling. I'm standing up my pel, I, ca- I can barely keep my stomach in. I'm trying real hard to stand tall, but just talking with you, these few minutes, my body's all over the place, all over the place. How in the world is it going to be straight? Do I need to get a wetsuit to keep my body in? I don't know. But we'll find out together because I'm bound to determine. I don't want to have to gear up before I go. I did hear and learn that gear on Instagram means steroids. So, no, I'm not talking about steroids. I'm talking about compression socks, hip belt, a bra that has a posture corrector in it. A surgical neck collar, knee braces, elbow sleeves, wrist guards. That's what I'm talking about, gearing up. Do I need to gear up before I go do the laundry? Let's hope not. I'm bound to determine to make this work. I'm going to figure it out come hell or high water. As I said, stay tuned because who knows? I'm probably driving myself mad thinking that I can do this. 'Cause I don't see too many people going around without braces, without collars, without and I'm not laughing about the collars, trust me. I I, like right now I feel like I need it, but I'm right now I'm working on my chin tucks because I'm trying to make my neck stronger. I mean, is this illness, is it just a matter of strengthening the parts of your body that have gone weak? because of the joint mobility and the laxity in our in our bodies is that what it is and if that's it and all we need to do and when i say all we need to do because it's a lot it's a lot doing these exercises but if that's what we have to do in order to avoid neck surgery, in order to avoid putting nerve stimulators in our body, foreign substances, in order to stop taking so many medications, to get out of the wheelchair, to get off the crutches, then damn straight, I'm gonna do every daggone exercise I can. As I'm tilting my head, that's what I'm gonna do. (laughs) Driving myself mad as I do it. But, I'm really trying. And if I can do it, you can do it. If I had listened to the doctors, I'd still be in that bed. If I had not tried to do something different, I'd still be in that bed. I'd be measured for a wheelchair and in one by now, bedazzling it and everything. And that's not the direction I want to go. If this disease is manageable, through strengthening and through releasing fascial adhesions, I think everybody would do it. I don't think I'm going to be able to stop the subluxations just because I want to. I don't think there's any amount of strengthening that can really stop the subluxations. I mean, it's just how our body is, you know. Uh, It's like centrifugal force or something. Like when you, you put force on your fingertips, but the rest of your body isn't working and something pops out. I mean, I don't know. It's something like that. But when I mean, you've got to sit there, it's just, I can't pick up heavy boxes. That's why I have a titanium shoulder. I picked up a rotor when I worked for Napa Auto Parts. And when I picked the box up, my shoulder just stretched. It just gave out. And the doctors said, well, you stretched, you stretched your, t- you just stretched everything out. You have nothing holding your shoulder up. So they did shoulder capsular shrinkage. We didn't know I had HEDS and they tightened it too much to eventually my shoulder just was bone against bone until they had to give me a titanium shoulder. I went for 10 years in pain, complaining about the shoulder pain, the neck pain, the headaches. And they just thought I was a drug seeker. Come to find out what I said I was feeling was actually happening. My bones look like frayed ropes. I cried. They woke me up and said, we couldn't fix your shoulder. You need a new one. Will you sign the form? You're going back under. And that was what happened. And then I went back in for another shoulder surgery so they could put in a titanium one. I picked up a box that was too heavy. So we can't physically do that. Now that I know I have this illness... I now need to navigate my way through life understanding. And this is so hard for me because I don't have an open wound. I don't have blood gushing out of something. I don't have a bruise. I don't have a cast on to tell me it's broken. I just have to mentally keep telling myself, girl, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. Nope, you might pop that out. So I have to learn to adjust my body and accept. And all oh, that's so hard to do. But can I get to the point that I can be up for a little bit longer? Or can I get to the point that I can do more things, then rest for a little bit and do some more by doing these exercises and releasing the adhesions? I think so. But it's going to take a little bit of time. I just started this restoration therapy. I mean, it was like in the middle of May when I started. So I'm scheduled to the end of August, and apparently it's not a quick one-and-done kind of thing. So I'll be at it for a little while. So stay tuned. We'll find out together. Will I ever feel normal again? I hope so. I hate feeling limited. My friends, you know, they're going out, they're going to graduations, they're going to all these things, and... I'm just sitting there, you know, grateful I was able to go into the store and buy some bananas and leave. I was like, yay! I want to get to that point. I feel like there's so much more out there that I can be doing. But sadly, it's just not happening as fast as I want it to. And I'm wondering if my refusal... To use mobility aids and my neck collar is affecting me when it gets real bad and i can't handle it my neck's going all over the place i break out my collar but i'm just wondering do i need it more than what i think i don't know this is all trial and error and if you've gone through this and you have corrected yourself and if you're living your best life with this illness, please message me and tell me how you're doing it because I'd love to have you on and I'd love to share because I feel the, the the whole reason why I started Aval Zebra. I felt alone. I needed conversation. Everybody that I was speaking to had either had a surgery, was looking at having a surgery. I mean, some people within four years of a diagnosis they were already having neck surgery because they didn't want to do the exercises that's what she told me she didn't want to do the exercises and she got tired of having her husband help her put her neck back in and things like that so she opted for the surgery and now she's in an even worse position she's in an even worse position because the fascial adhesions and i'm not not laughing i'm just thinking oh my gosh I've been there because I had the surgery on my back for the nerve stimulator. And I thought that was going to fix everything because it was taking away my pain. But sadly, the fascial adhesions took away my mobility. It's just so odd to me, the things that we do to make ourselves better, only to make the the issues a little worse. So I just don't know anybody else that's gone down this path so i do i feel alone i feel at a loss said another word for it is a wall so i went with it i kind of feel like that's just is, talking about somebody who's trying to go down their own path and and come up with their own way. because i just i don't i'm just not ready to accept that i need a cane every day I'm bound and determined to figure out how to walk on my own. And I guess that's my own fault. Maybe that's what's keeping me down because I refuse to use mobility aids and stuff. I can only stay up but for so long. Maybe if I was using compression socks and knee sleeves and stuff, that would help me a little bit better. I, j- I don't know. I'm just thinking these exercises have got to do something Removing all these adhesions has got to do something. I know I'm going to have good days and bad days. I'm just bound and determined to have more better days than what I've had. And I don't want to feel worthless anymore. I don't want to feel like I'm a burden to anyone. I don't want to accept the pain that I'm having now as okay i just feel like it could be better it could be a little better and i'm just wondering how greedy am i being am i being selfish my family's given up and done so much for me so much am i being selfish because i don't want to have to use all of the compression garments and stuff that I've had to use in the past I just I want to feel I want to feel useful again I don't want to feel like a disabled person I want to feel like I'm making a difference and I want to be real so if I'm having a crappy day I'm going to tell you I'm having a crappy day Having having If I'm having a crappy day, I'll tell you. If I'm having a great day, I'll tell you too. If I'm a little confused, well, that's about every day. But I have had a difficult time standing up by doing this. I tried it. I wanted to try it standing up just so I could see. My shoulders have tensed up, so I'm trying to relax them again. I'm trying so hard to keep my pelvis neutral. And it's, it's actually very hard. So I'm going to keep doing these exercises. We're going to keep pushing along and see what we can do. You have some tips to share with me? Please do. I enjoy the exercises that, that have been sent to me. And thank you for the very kind messages. Thank you for following us on Spotify and wherever else. And thank you for tuning in and listening. Tuning in and listening. And then. Yeah, thanks for listening. I appreciate it, sincerely. So I'm off to do my exercises, and I thank you so much for being here. As always, I hope your pain is minimal. I hope you are having... I don't know if if I say any more minimal at best, or my husband said I said it incorrectly. I, I just hope you're having less pain. How about that? I hope you're having less pain, no pain, zero pain. You're free of pain. I hope you're having a lovely day. I hope that you're up and able to do things that you want to do with your family and for yourself. Go get a haircut. Go get a pedicure. Enjoy. Kristi a wall Zebra. Thank you so much for being here. Have a lovely day.